Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais with another episode of the Yacking Show Harmony Channel. This is the channel that gives you your path to wholeness and helps you prepare yourself for a good and healthy life and uh, helps you strive and survive in the interesting times we seem to be heading into. But first, uh, before we introduce our guests, and we have a very special guest today, let's introduce co-host Kathleen Beauvais. Hi, Kathleen. How are you doing today? Oh, Peter, I am doing fantastic. And thank you all so very much for tuning in today. We so appreciate having you. And I am so super excited, also nervous, because I just, I just, we are so honored to welcome who I consider to be a superhero of our times, Dr. Robert Morris. Welcome, Dr. Morris. Thank you, sweetheart. You know, <laughs> we're all just trying to help each other out. And uh, I think that you guys have done so well and accepting truth and working it, and then re reaping the rewards. Look at the people getting out of wheelchairs, the people getting rid of their tumors. Look at the, the skin people are all clearing up. I mean, it, because they're learning the truth of what's causing things. They don't live in this pseudo concept of diseases. They live in the reality of chemistry and the physical world. Right, right. And I just want to give a little bit of a, of a background about you. And uh, for those of you tuning in, Dr. Morris is the creator and founder of Cellular Botanicals and the Dr. Morris uh, Herbal Health Club. He has lectured and taught the natural health sciences uh, throughout the world for the past 40 years and has authored many books on health and spirituality. He holds doctorates in biochemistry and naturopathy. He's a master herbalist and certified in iridology. And we're going to touch on all of these topics in just a bit. Dr. Morris is here to talk to us about the simplicity behind regaining health through regenerative detoxification. So, Dr. Morris, let's just jump right in. I've got a, a two-part question here. Can you explain the process of detoxification and why regaining good health is actually simple? And you stress the importance of eating mainly fruits and vegetables. However, grapes appear to be in a class on their own. So and I know it's a, I'm throwing a lot out to, but I know that you can handle that. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I think what humans really missed was teaching children the simplicity of chemistry from the get-go. That there's only two sides of chemistry and that you're entering a world that everything you eat, breathe, touch, uh, play with everything you use as chemistry in motion. There's no mm -hmm. static part of chemistry. So everything is electrical and chemical. And there's only two sides to it. So everything you see, and it's hard to understand that because there's so many different things, items that are being built, manufactured, trees, plants, food, everything. All of that chemistry still comes from only two sides of chemistry. And one is the obviously the acid side, and one is the base or alkaline side. And I kind of dubbed the alkaline side the female side because it's a healing side. It is the electrical side. It is the electron-rich side. Then you have the proton-rich side, which is your acids. That's your proteins and things like this. So you simply have to learn that each side of chemistry has an effect upon your body. And different foods have either, they're either acid forming or they're alkaline forming. You have only two sides of chemistry and all foods have only either side of that chemistry as an effect. So when you understand that acids are what we call cationic or agglomerative, an example would be if you work out in a gym 
uh, really good one day. And the next day you woke up, oh, stiff and sore. You go, oh, that was a good workout. Oh, that's acids. That wasn't a good workout because what that means is that you created all these acids through muscle movement, but your body didn't get rid of them fast enough. Mm -hmm. So you're feeling the stiffness and a lot of times the pain from that. And so you go, well, why am I, why, why, why would this happen? What, how does my body get rid of this? And so what I introduced back in the 70s was that the body has a sewer system in it. Well, wait a minute, that's simple. That, no, no. The, the A&P does not teach the body has a sewer system in it. They call it an immune system, but they only kind of shave it when it's related to blood. And yet mm -hmm. the lymphatic system in the human body is an entirely its own system. It has eliminative organs tied to it. The blood does not have eliminative organs. The blood doesn't have to eliminate anything. It is alkaline. And if it's not alkaline, you're not living physically. Mm -hmm. So your blood has to always maintain at least, you want at least 7.345 pH blood, or your blood's going to start stealing something that everybody's familiar with. And that's calcium. So when you're eating mm -hmm. a, a meal rich in protons, which is beans, grains, meats, pasteurized dairy products, it's actually changing the pH of your blood. And so your blood is now stealing calcium. If you look at someone that eats a lot of protein, they start getting wrinkles, the bones start cracking. And you can see that in Alaskans in particular, as opposed to Islanders, mm -hmm. right? If you look at an Alaskan, you, could, you start to see the gauntness at 50. And I've got plenty of patients up uh, well above 100 from, from uh, islands, and they, they have that baby skin pop, same teeth. You don't see that in high-protein eaters. So these two sides of chemistry is real important. The foods you're eating also are involved in these two sides of chemistry. So pain, swelling, uh, inflammation, in other words, which is uh, just a response. You have the edemic response. You have uh, calcium, uh, cholesterol responses. All these responses are acid responses, responses to acidosis, because if acids win, your body loses. Atrophy, mm -hmm. decay, the breakdown of tissue, all this is done on the acid side of the sky. So the body is an electrical body. And it has to maintain a certain degree of alkalinity, or you're just you just you're just full of inflammation and pain. And then a lot of people are doing the dairy products and filling full of mucus. Their sinuses are full of mucus. Their lungs they start getting tumors, boils and pimples, and everything like that. So most people's bodies are literally backed up full lymphatically of mucus, acids, and all of this. So everybody's got all these inflammatory responses. Oh my goodness. And so this wow. is why you stress the importance of eating mainly fruits and vegetables. Well, the big thing about the fruit is that, and we're about to come out with a book on this and an anatomy physiology professor is, is, is working with me on it because it's, I wanted it as deep as we could take it into the world of biochemistry, into physiology. So we've got it back 10 million years with anthropology. We've looked at 10 million years ago pre-man and man, a homo sapien, and you will see the teeth, the whole structure from an anthropology position is a frugivore. And then we have other studies related to the brain size of a primate and a homo sapien, related to the fruit eaters, uh, all these things. And then here comes 
Here comes Yale with that sweet study that found that the brain converts glucose to fructose. And that explains to you why I'm regenerating MS, Lou Gehrig's, any type of neurological injuries. We're regenerating those because we're playing on the right side of chemistry, the regenerative side. Not all chemistry breaks you down. You've got chemistry that builds you up and you've got chemistry that breaks you down. It's duality. Right. Where man is playing with the chemistry that breaks him down. And then he wonders why. And then you got this whole group calling everything diseases. Right. So, so Dr. Morris, what, what would you say to those people that say, well, if you advocate eating all this fruit, this is all just sugar. And to have a well-balanced diet, you need protein from someplace because you need the protein for the amino acids. What do you say to that? Yeah, that's easy. Well, what's nice is we're going to have a, we have a lot of charts being drawn up to show you from mother's milk between the different vertebrae. The four basic vertebrae, right? You've got uh, basically the frugivores, then you've got the herbivores, then you've got the omnivores, and then you've got the carnivores. Well, we're going to show you from each one, from the gut tissue to the endocrinology, the differences between all these different species. So mm-hmm. whenever you bring claims like that, then you have to bring it against a primate. Because a primate is, we're 96% identical to primates. That's only 4% difference that shows the elevated awareness, the elevated ability to deal with self-awareness and to build and, and, and get that mind way out there. But the primates, very intelligent, very smart uh, species, they burn more nerve energy than any other of the vertebrates, and the humans burn the most nerve energy. Well, most people don't realize that you don't get energy from proteins. Protein is not where you get energy. If you're going to get energy from a protein, you're burning your cabin wall in Alaska when you can't get out to get the wood to keep yourself warm. You cannot burn protein for energy. You have to burn sugars. And man has got everything confused. He said, protein, body can't use a protein. You just said it. The body needs amino acids. The body can't use complex sugar. It can only use simple sugar. So all these complex chemistries we're consuming has to be broken down again. So here's the uh, bacterial side is the protein side and the fungus side is the carbon side. So you got nitrogen and you got carbon. Both sides will get you, but the acid side by far, because all things in your body breaks down to acids. All your methylation cycles, your crib cycles, all your cycles and activity of tissue yields acid residues. And they have to be eliminated out of the body. Medical believes you dump all these acids back in the blood. And if you if you understand that, have a big laugh, because that is about as stupid as you could possibly think. But you got massage therapy buying into that. You've got a lot of people buying in to the body dumps its waste back into its kitchen. I don't know anybody that poops in a kitchen, and I've built custom <laughs> homes for years, and I never built a bathroom in a kitchen. <laughs> and you never build a house without a bathroom. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Not nowadays. I have gone to outside bathrooms in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and why the grape in particular? What is it? What's so special about the grape? I don't. They're the most flavonoid rich, which is going to be your rootins and your, your uh, ascorbic acids and all those sort of things. You're, you're at a, a very energetic power. 
My guess is the frequency of a good dark grape is going to be around 12, 13,000 atoms. So you're really looking at probably the most vibrationally powerful. I think it's the most balanced in terms of astringence versus your, your meat, basically. You, two things the body has to do to detoxify. Hydrate, which is detoxification. Detoxification is just hydration. That When you start to hydrate, you're hydrating. You can only hydrate with electron-rich foods. You can't hydrate with Gatorade. Gatorade has a pH of 2.65. Is that right? You can't, you can't ah. hydrate with acids. I know. Another big lie. You can't hydrate with acids. They electron pulling. You need electrons to hydrate. And that's what man doesn't eat. Well, electrons are found in fruits, berries, melons, and vegetables. Oh. Ah, okay. So I, I'm going to jump into something I picked up on when you were talking about the islanders living to 100 years. And I've I've read that most mammals, other than man, live to between five and eight times their physical maturity age. So if dogs are physically mature at two, they live, the large breeds live till 10 and the small breeds live till 18. It seems that factor seems to work with horses, cattle, pigs, most animals, and I've been a farmer a lot of my life, most animals I've been involved with, that that factor holds true. But it should it in humans, if, what age do you think humans should live to if they followed a really good diet? All right. So from my perspective, I took off at age 21 into the woods and became a hermit. Mm-hmm. And my, my thing was to become a frugivore for short term and then become a breatharian. Is consumption of a physical form of food essential to getting electricity to the human cell? Because when you breathe, you're breathing hydrogen, nitrogen, carbon. You're breathing the same thing Mm -hmm. that most foods start out structurally built from. Right. So there's a lot of thought about that in terms of uh, being able to subsist without consuming a physical food. Well, the energy you get from a fruit level and I can't even begin to tell your listeners the amount of if if you ever wanted to have energy that is dynamic, it's not stimulated, you can't get rid of it, you have mounds of it, go on a fruit diet. And then watch the fact that you can cut yourself, you don't bleed, you heal the next day, and it, it, the healing is so fast. Earlier talked about this. It is so fast of healing, you're shocked. And I knew what I could do when I when I went my body went through that. I knew what I could do with people. I knew I could I could I could bring them back and regenerate tissue. And that's just what we do. So, but, what what do you think then? What what do you think is the limit on human human longevity? So, my whole thing is you know there's this calorie thing and then for my thing is the removal of, of obstructions to the flow of energy so when you remove mm-hmm. all these viruses and mucus and all this stuff out of the body you start to lose obstructions and the energy starts flowing i don't know what kills you then mm-hmm. you go back to some of these um these uh, the biblical times, and you, you, you've heard that, where you got 800, 900-year-old people. Mm-hmm. That's right. You, when you look at death, what kills the human body is kidney failure. And that leads mm-hmm. to everything else failing in the body, from congestive heart failure, pulmonary edema, to the shutdown of everything. 
because that your kidneys control your lymphatic system, your immune system, your sewer system. And when you're peeing, uh, in, in, here's a test for you, pee in a jar, and if your urine is clear, you're in trouble. You want sediment in your urine. You want to see wow. sediment. Yeah, you want to see waste. You don't pee water. Why? You know, this is one of their problems. They don't realize, because they're seeing a lot of urinalysis coming back clear. So they assume that when your your urine is cloudy, you have an infection. So my question is, what's right. infectious? What's infectious? You're full of acids. You can't get out. And then when you open that doorway, just watch. We watch tumors just disappear, things like this, because you've opened the doorway of elimination. It's not magic. There are pathways. So you it's 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 obvious that manufacturing, your car, everything has to get rid of byproducts. And your body is absolutely no different. And that's where the medical doctors are caught because the A and P books haven't caught up with the lymphatic system. They don't you can ask any any A and P professor. They don't it's it's it, they're not sure what that system's for. But for blood proteins is the biggest thing they come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's a body sewer system. It removes waste from your scalp and to your little toe. And so your right kidney removes waste from your right side of the body and your left kidney removes waste from your left side. So if you can have one kidney weaker in another one and you'll notice tumors and all problems on one side of the body, but the other side's doing pretty good. And that's just all kidney kidneys. And kidneys do not like proteins. Uh-huh. So, wow. so what? So, you're advocating, of course, mostly fruits, vegetables, and that's what you would consume if you want to detoxify the the body and or going through a detoxification protocol. How long should that last? How, well, I know so that let's, let's just say you didn't even want to talk about detoxification; you just want to eat better. Okay. Right? So then, I recommend a fruit breakfast because you're breaking the fast from the night before. I recommend a big salad for lunch, maybe a little steamed vegetable if you want it, and then a a fruit at night. You're bringing in extreme hydration comparatively to what you've been doing. That starts an anionic kick, which is what we call detoxification. It's just the body moving into an anionic state, which then is a hydrated state, and everything been is eliminated out of the body. It's amazing to see that. In an agglomerated state or an acidic state, that's a cationic, that, that's when you feel hard and stiff. That's when your tumors get harder and harder and redder and redder. That's the problems. And then you have the decay and the atrophy after that from an acid. Right. So, so Dr. Morse, you know, most people in this day and age, we, we grow up thinking that when there's something wrong, you go see your medical doctor, they give you the magic little pill and you feel better. There's no accountability for their own health. Right. And now we've, we've created a mindset that when you get sick, it's not your fault. Just things happen just out of the blue. It just isn't your fault. How do we get past that? How do we change that mindset in people? I think that uh, for me, I only speak truth. And if you're at the awareness that you can hear it and you accept it, fine. If not, enjoy your unawareness because you're going to pay. We pay a price for our unawareness on the spiritual mm-hmm. side of things. And, and But that's creation. Creation is always unaware of itself. It's supposed to be. It's that eternal hide and go seek, I call it, of God. You know, mm-hmm. it loses itself and it finds itself. 
And it's just it's just a a, a, a tremendous move of, of duality that exists just for the whatever you want to consider the fun of it or for something I call for something consciousness to do. But people don't realize that no animal cooks their food before they eat it. And we come along cooking, processing and doing everything to our foods. And we wonder why we're getting sick. And then you've got this. The, now, since the COVID vaccine, you have the number one, proudly sits at the number one killer of humans on the planet is a medical community. So you're mm -hmm. going to the number one killer of humans on the planet. You're going to people that are, are putting a 1.5 to 2 pH acid in your blood if you diagnose with cancer. That right there should have sent them to jail for attempted, in most cases, murder. Uh, but no, no, it's okay if you're a medical doctor to put a 1.5 to 2 point acid. A 1.5 acid is 1 million times hotter than your blood. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. You look, at, you look at your logarithms, you look at your pH scale, 1.5 is about 1 million times hotter than blood. Even though blood's mm -hmm. alkaline, you go down the scale, think about that. 3 pH is what damages uh, and makes a, a cell a cancer cell. A 3 pH is Coca-Cola, uh, Dr. Pepper, Pepsi. They all hover around 2.9 to 3.1, something in there. That acid, hold, hold a Coca, in, uh, take a big swig of Coca and hold it in your mouth and watch it burn your mucosa. Right. So 3 pH are the acids that are breaking down the body. And right. they're going to give you one 10 to 15 times hotter. Wow. So It's, a, it's, a, it's frightening to even understand that. It is. It, and then you mentioned the COVID vaccine. Are there any vaccines out there that are worthwhile? Any? Not one. Not one. No, because your body has, I'm, I'm with this, this guy here. I'm an old farm boy. We raised horses. My, my sister Beryl trained them, you know, things like that. Uh, my fondest remember is, is cleaning out horse stalls in the winter. <laughs> that is what you don't want to do, especially by hand. I mean, you know, I, if you've done that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know you too, but let me tell you, I was raised. We had farms. Uh, I, I had horse and cart delivering newspapers at eight years old. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so the the bottom line is is that if you want to be healthy, you have to eat it. You have to breathe it. You have to drink it, and you have to put it on your skin. You have to look at everything you're doing, and you're interfacing with chemistry. Your first, your first pillars are acid or base, and then you can take it into the world from there, you know, what the effect it'll have on you. But when you examine the different vertebrae, and we have for you, and we'll, it's going to be all laid out. It's already laid out in my book, but we're going to go much, 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 much deeper into this. When you're done reading it, you'll know that man is totally a frugivore. Not that he's eating it, but he is internally. And anthropology has made some found statements that man has not adapted to an omnivorous diet. And this is why you see the cell degradation the way you have and why you see what you see. And I'm 100% on board with that. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Wow. I, just uh, switching gears a little bit, something that really concerns me, statin drugs for mm. control of cholesterol. Uh, I read recently that it's the most, that group of drugs is the most widely uh, prescribed drugs in the Western world. And I also read that most of them are totally unnecessary and that cholesterol itself is not the real problem. Uh, would you go along with that? And, and what are the, the dangers of prolonged use of statin drugs? I go along with you totally. There was Dr. Wild, 
uh, I think Deepak. I know there were several medical doctors in the uh, either the U.S. Today or the Wall Street Journal came out with a huge article on the statins and, you know, really trying to point people's fingers at them. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important for, for people out there to understand what cholesterol is and why the body uses it. Then you'll get a good example. Now, you've been hearing us talk about acids in the body. When you eat a hamburger, you're eating nothing but acid foods, right? Except for maybe the lettuce or tomato on there. So when you understand that the body has to deal with acids, when the kidneys stop eliminating these acids out of you, they back up. The response to uh, acidosis is called inflammation. The medical doctors want Mm -hmm. you to think that inflammation is a disease. It's not a disease. Mm -hmm. It's your body's immune response. And in that response, I've had not only interleukin and histamine, we're going to add calcium, we're going to add edema, and we're going to add cholesterol. LDL is what the lymph fluids are made of, and the body's main fluid is the lymphatic fluids. Blood is only 20% Mm -hmm. of interstitial fluid. The rest is lymphatic fluids. You'd think you would know what the biggest fluid-based system is in the body, wouldn't you? No. You would think so? Yeah. Yeah. Real serious problem there. I forgot where I was going. That's- well, yeah, on the statin drugs. So- oh, yeah, okay, the statin yeah. drugs. So all the statin drugs do is make the blood look pretty, cholesterol-wise, and damage the liver from producing it. Okay. They have no, they do not stop the placking of it. They do not stop the kick up when you start losing your blood flow from it, either in a stroke or a heart attack. They don't stop all those things. They're full of crap. And if you look, and I bring this up all the time because my wife is a cardiac nurse and I spent about six years in cardiac work, right? So Lipitor has a commercial and that's a big statin, Lipitor, one of the most famous ones, I suppose. Yes. All right. Yeah. So when you see the commercial, you'll see the artery and you'll see the blood flow and then you'll see they put a little lump of cholesterol and then you'll see the restriction of the flow and then maybe the platelets get to that, that sort of thing. Then Crestor came out Crestor is another statin, right? So they came out with a a commercial uh, and they had the same artery and they showed a big plaque of cholesterol on the artery wall and and on and on. So I I showed my wife those two commercials and I said, you know, they got that wrong. What do you mean? I said, Crestor has got that totally wrong. Look at Lipitor commercial. The cholesterol is not on the artery wall. That doesn't happen. Cholesterol is based like blood. You don't plaque in a base environment with base, right? Look at the commercial. You'll see the tissue on both sides. It's plaquing lymphatically where the acids are, not on the wall. Uh, and it wasn't long. And Crestor changed their commercial and went back and put tissue on the other side of the deposit. A lot of misinformation right, right. out there. And because people don't understand the lymphatic system and the acids of, uh, and the nature of acids. You understand those few things and you're miles ahead of your compadres. And if someone has had right, a major right, heart attack, right. if someone has had a major heart attack, is there a way to repair the damage to the heart? Oh, yeah. Oh, strokes, everything else. Absolutely. We repair strokes. Matter of fact, I had a guy with triple strokes. Bam, bam, bam. He went down with triple stroke, right? Three strokes. So he's in the hospital, he's kind of in a coma, and his wife called me up and said, Doc, is there anything you can do? I said, yeah, 
Sure. So I went down to the hospital and visited him. His, his, his medical doctor came in, looked at me, and goes, what are you doing here? I got a friend of the family, <laughs> right? I said, get a feeding tube in him and get your husband, because they told him her to make funeral arrangements. I said, you get him home, get a feeding tube in him, and I'll show you. Put him all on fruit in three months. He was sitting up counting his ABCs. <laughs> wow. I put him out of nursing wow. homes. I pull him out of all these places. Your body can regenerate but not under the same sky it did degenerates from. There's two different skies out here. There's an acid sky and a base sky. Learn them. Wow. So I, I've got to jump in, Kathleen, if I may, on Absolutely. regeneration. It, yeah. It's time to ask Dr. Morse about my case. Having, having lived in Africa for most of my life and having eaten probably four more red meat for most of my life and uh, smoked for part of my life, long since stopped, I developed many skin cancers in Africa, squamous cell and basal cell, no melanomas. I've had over 150 excised, of which 60% have worked out. Oh, I've got scars all over me. 60% have been either squamous or basal, and the other 40% have just been sun-damaged keratoses. So I have little hard, crusty bits all over me. I had the last four, I think, excised this year. Can I reverse that damage? Oh, absolutely. You can, matter of fact, we were we were uh, doing a, uh, I think it was a, uh, it was either a Zoom or it was our class on A&P. And one of my students have a lady that had a mastectomy. All the mm -hmm. scar tissue, if you ever seen it, she's yeah. growing her nipples yeah. back. It's like, really? are you serious? Oh, yeah. I'm into re I got stories a mile long of tissue rebuilding itself. Look at the toe on. Wow. DRMorris.tv. DRMorris, M-O-R-S-E dot TV. And look, look at tissue regeneration. Look what we, look at the young lad. We rebuilt his brain through the mother's milk. Let's look at some of those cases and see what we did with this toe where just tissue was hanging. They wanted to cut it off. Guy was a diabetic and all that. I saw he's that. He's not a diabetic anymore. No high blood pressure. And he's got a toe. Yeah. All on wow. and herbs. Regeneration, man. I say, so for you, that's lymphatic. Your skin is your third kidney, your largest eliminative organ, and this goes to kidneys. And also, are you tall? How tall are you? Peter, how tall are you? How tall am I? Yes, Sorry, yes. Uh, my internet my internet cut out there. Uh, 5'11". Good. Okay, because I was worried about doing dairy with them and that sort of thing. So it should be easy to get the kidneys to filter and to start cleaning up. The, your skin is your part of your lymph system. It's part of your sewer system. You know, you're sweat for a very important reason. And people in this country forgot sweating. Matter of fact, medical doctors are scared of fevers. Come on, man. You got some European countries that have all these health spas. You sweat, you, you get it out, you clean yourself. Heck yeah, man's gotten so... Because medical doctors are filled for of even themselves. Sorry, but you've got to understand life is so simple in health. And man's breaking all the rules and he's paying the prices. And then he's sitting there with egg on his face going, well, why am I suffering? Like I read one request and the lady had been to 33 medical doctors. When did wow. any time along that period of time did you realize they didn't know what they're talking about? They're yeah. not about health. They're yeah. about diseases. And if you want to follow yep. the world of diseases and go down that treatment-based thinking, go ahead. But you're walking down the road of illusion. That physics mm -hmm. dictates there is a cause for every effect. Right. So they look at a cell, mm -hmm. a cancer cell, or a cell that's been damaged. They call that a cancer cell. And they go, we got to get that cell. We got to go after the. 
The cells, they're just sitting there being their little beings. The question is what's damaging that cell? Isn't that a better question? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's only yes. two fluids that come around all the cells. Pick one, blood or lymph. You see, it gets yeah. simple, simple, simple that it's like, oh, uh-oh. Interesting. I, I've got to I've got to throw in an observation, and I'm not a medical doctor, but having lived in Africa, I've come across many native Africans who live in traditional mud and, and uh, thatch huts with no mm. running water, no inside sanitation, rarely eat meat and eat mainly vegetables and some fruit, uh, and don't die from heart attack, stroke, or cancer, and live into their 80s and 90s. Some suffer from malnutrition, sure. But a lot of them have no modern conveniences whatsoever, and they live, uh, but they, they also do exercise. So to me, that is the proof that uh, our Western lifestyle is, is actually dangerous. Well, that's kind of a, it is dangerous. I had this lady, she was 96, and I said, you were 96? She said, I'm 96. I said, where are you from? And she told me some island, and I asked her, I said, what were you raised on? She said, oh, I was raised just on fruit on our island. And I said, just on fruit, you didn't have a garden? She said, no, we didn't have a garden. And I said, well, what about meat? She said, my island was very poor. She said, we didn't get meat till I was a teenager, and but we were of the lower caste and we couldn't afford it. Yeah. And she says, why are you asking me this? And I said, because look at you. Your skin looks like a newborn baby's butt. Uh, You Mm -hmm. have all your teeth. You're 96. She said, you know, I can't even tell you how good my childhood was. Or I was never sick. She said, so I moved to the States and started eating your food. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, eh? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So- but it shows you, you know, fruit. And we, we proved this over over at clinicals. I've been 50 years as a naturopath. So yeah. I've been working with people for 50 years. So you'd think I have a little bit of awareness about it. Right. If you if you just change uh, your diet, Dr. Morris, can you still heal the body without actually going through a very deep detox? Well, you know what? It isn't us that puts you through it. Right. Yeah, people think that. Oh, we're going, Dr. Morris, to get detoxed. Uh-uh. All you gotta do is start eating the way the food your body's designed to eat and watch the magic. Your body will norm- naturally go through it. If you go into water fasting and you go into the deeper levels, sure. Yep, you're going to dig up some stuff, and uh, old injuries are going to come back on you. Uh, a ton of mucus out of the head. It can come out for a dentist was coming out for over a week, just flowing out. It just it you just what your body's full of. If you've got a tumor, if your kidney opens up, that tumor will come out. And I'll say this: don't have medical doctors do a biopsy and put metal clips in the breast and crap like that. You don't need to biopsy a tumor. Just assume that you have cells in there that are not real happy anymore. All right. That all is taken care of through your immune system. Take our uh, school. We have, we teach you how the body works, how the immune cells work, how it all works, and what happens when it's agglomerated and your body can't remove cells to the lymph nodes. Remember, between the uh, kidneys and the cells, you have lymph nodes, and those are septic tanks. Mm-hmm. They act just like a septic tank. They have bacterial in them, and then they have, of course, uh, immune cells, macrophages. So everything's designed to clean, go to the, the septic tanks, broke down, and then out to the kidneys. When you take antibiotics and you kill all your bacteria, you kill your bacteria in your lymph nodes. Well, here's the problem. Cellular mm-hmm. wastes are three pH. When bacteria is done with them, it brings them up to about six. So you're not peeing on your knees. 
If you had to pee three pH, you're going to be on your knees going, I got a UTI really bad. That's because your bacteria is not breaking your acids down like they should. So, so in your opinion, then cancer is an easy thing to cure. Very. And, and cutting out body parts and lymph nodes and, and his. You cut out a lymph node and then you're done. You you cut out lymph nodes, especially in in the earlier years that medical doctors were so bad. They would just remove 50 lymph nodes out of here. Well, guess what else is lymphatically feeding? Not just the breast, the lung. Mm -hmm. So now I went from breast cancers to lung cancers in the females because of those guys. And when you Mm -hmm. have enough females that are dying because they saturated with radiation, they cut out all their ability to remove their, their sewage. I don't even know what to change it. So I have no respect for most medical doctors. Right. Uh, surgeons, perfect. They are great at surgery. That's what they are. They're surgeons and ER. I spent a lot of years in emergency room. But this whole concept of diseases is a fallacy, and it only serves to make them the number one killer of humans and us ignorant humans following a, a flawed modality. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Agree with that. Wow. So can I ask you, Dr. Morse, about exercise? Mm. Um, Absolutely. I, I, That's a great question, uh, by the way. Well, I, I believe it's important, but I, I, I think some people uh, perhaps over-exercise. Uh, I personally got into running marathons in my 30s and 40s, and then the big, the big prize then was to run ultramarathons, and I did a number of those until I started limping, and my doctor said human body's not designed to run 50 miles in a day. And uh, then I reverted to walking. So what's your view on a, on a sensible, healthy, and moderate amount of exercise? Okay, so when you first wake up to what we're teaching you, most people don't filter from their kidneys. So that means that when I'm out there walking and, and rolling up, the thing you said in the very last, I'm starting to limp. So mm-hmm. as you as you are activity and moving and, and whatever your activity is, that is an acid-creating activity. Sure. If, ask yourself what happens if you create acids in your body, but you can't remove them. So after a while, you start feeling your joints. Oh, oh man, mm-hmm. oh, your hips, right? No, yep. that means you're not removing what you're creating. And that's an agglomeration. So once you get the, so I always recommend very passive exercise at first, walk, maybe swim a little bit because I'm going to move your lymph through chemistry. It's kind of like uh, when we did stress tests and stuff in hospitals, and if you're too uh, invalid to stress test, there is chemistry we can give you that simulates activity in the body, (laughs) gnarly chemistry and stuff. But the bottom line, if you're not filtering in your kidneys, someday you're going to lose your joints, you're you're not going to enjoy what the exercise is supposed to give you. Once you're filtering, you can run as fast as and far as you want. There's a tribe in New Guinea that goes on a 26-mile run. Their respirations, heart rates, blood pressures are all the same when they get back as when they started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. remove so- the obstructions to the flow of energy, it's not about calories. It's about the resistance of obstructions. You remove the obstructions to the flow of blood, nerve, and lymph energies in your body, and you cannot believe we have we have athletes now breaking records like crazy. Wow! 
Okay, so that, sorry, I've got, that triggered another question in my mind. When you were talking about pain in joints, would you then say that uh, a lot of these joint replacements are actually unnecessary? If the person could do the program, absolutely. Mm. Because you're not. It's, it's like treating a symptom. All right, I'm going to remove that tumor and cut off your breast. Uh, well, can I fix? What caused it? Oh, that has its cancer, right? No, 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 no. Once you learn the lymphatic system in the body and you learn chemistry, there's a way to reverse. You simply reverse how you created it. And there's only two sides of chemistry. So if you're playing in the fields of acids, you're going to get bit. But if you're playing in the fields of alkalis, you're going to get electrical. So, so, Dr. Morse, I'm hearing more and more people, both men and women, are experiencing hormonal imbalances. And it seems like to be a, a difficult thing to fix, is it? like? Well, think about this. Most people are so agglomerated lymphatically. Their bowels are in chronic levels. So most people have pituitary and pineal glands. So you're either too short, too tall. That's why I was asking you how tall you are, because it makes a huge difference. Because the pituitary is the master plan. All your endocrinology of the body are the bosses. And you they go down like anything else goes down. Well, now, wait a minute. I'm looking at your adrenal glands. They sit on top of the kidneys. Obviously, they control the sodium potassium. Pump. You go on and on and on what they do. But they're just a bunch of cells in two fluids. So let's just take this one right there. Let's go up to the uh, uh, two thyroids that people have. A bunch of cells and two fluids. Uh, while we're there, let's visit the parathyroids, which is your calcium utilization glands, which no one talks about. You got four little ones of those. How are they doing? What are they made of? Oh, a bunch of cells and two fluids. Now let's go to the liver. A oh, bunch of cells and two fluids. Let's go to the ovaries. A bunch of cells and two fluids. Let's go to the prostate. A bunch of cells and two fluids. Everywhere you go in the human body, and as a chiropractor was laughing at me the other day, bunch of cells and two fluids, huh? Can't be more simpler than that. And these two fluids deal with the two sides of uh, what the cells have to have. Kitchen, elimination. Feeding, energy, which is sugars, and elimination of the phosphorus side or the nitrogen side. And when you study A&P, we get into why that is and why the body doesn't allow that in the blood system. And all this we get into to show you how the body isn't designed for any of this and why proteins are killing us. Wow. Mm, interesting. Wow. Body can only use amino acids, can't use protein structures. Why we think we can eat a protein structure and benefit from it, I have no idea. Wow. Your body can only use simple amino acids. And then the process to break down a protein structure to aminos is you got to have hydrochloric acid and pepsin. Well, that brings your pH in your gut down to at least 1.8. And then right next door is the duodenum. And you to finish the uh, polypeptide side of that, you got to have alkaline uh, uh, trypsin or chymotrypsin, which you need about a 7 to 8 pH. So you're going from a very low one point to a very high pH in a matter of, of inches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By the wow. So when you're looking at all this and you're looking at the difference between a fruit eating diet and the hydrochloric acid releases, as opposed to a protein structure, the difference between a carnivore gut tissue and their structure and a hydrochloric, pretty soon you start getting, yeah, we're not really designed to eat meat. We can, but we're not designed to. And it has a big kick on us. All right. Yeah. sounds like it. So mm-hmm. if, <laughs> while I'm thinking about it, I've have, 
several i've had digestive issues for for years and i'm sure it's diet related so i'm not looking i'm i'm asking one specific question i i read uh, some research in england that said one of the indicators of your gut health is to work out how long it takes for your food to go through your whole system from the kitchen to the toilet right and you do that by taking a a, a food dye so i did that and i took some food dye in fact earlier this week and it took 58 hours before wow. it started going out the other end, and most of it was 60 hours. Uh, oh. and I think the, nor the norm is 24 to 36. Am I right? That's the norm. Yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> I need to sort something yeah, out. You're, you're well, you look at a couple of things. First of all, we're looking at your skin, so we're looking at kidney and adrenals. Yeah. You're, uh, this controls the lymphatic system. Interstitially in the wall of your GI tract is the lymphatic system. So mm -hmm. the word is malabsorption that most people are experiencing as a lymphatic problem. IBS, Crohn's, everything like that is not a blood problem. It's a lymphatic problem because all your gut tissue is, is just a bunch of cells. That, oh, two floods. You know, so everywhere you go, you see the same scenario, but you also see the same scenario when you see a glomulation, when you see that lymph building up. Yeah, a good example is a pimple. You pop it and you see the white stuff come out, maybe a little blood. That's perfect interstitial. Dr. Pimple Popper, she she likes to debride these external. You see that white nasty stuff? That's your lymph. Tonsil stones, that white nasty stinky necrotic stuff. Same stuff. Dandruff, same stuff. This is all acids. You leave your dandruff on too long, it'll burn your scalp. These are acids. You don't change your baby's diaper in a timely manner, you're going to see a little red bottom on. That's acids burning them back. Your body's not designed to hold on to acids. It's designed to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Thank you. So also, uh, I have a question about osteoporosis. I'm seeing more and more people, sure. you know, is the, that, uh, and in fact, my own mother, it's, uh, I think her spine is pretty much collapsing. Is there a way to rebuild the bone? Of course. Of course. I had a C, uh, C he was a C4, C5 quad. He fell out of his uh, wheelchair about 12 years before I met him. And uh, he fractured his upper femur here. And his, uh, his thigh was, was bulging out at about 12 degree angle, his femur. And uh, he had extreme scoliosis. So to show you an extreme case, 11 months on raw, his back pulled itself straight and his leg pulled itself straight. And I have the x-ray sitting right over there. So I was working at a hospital part-time. I took him to the radiologist. He goes, holy crap. So I had Fox News, ABC News, and they're going, how can that be? Your body can rebuild everything. So let's look at osteoporosis. Why would you lose calcium out of the body? What leaches calcium out of you? Proteins. I'm telling you, any phosphorus, rich for bone matrix is calcium and phosphorus. Calcium and magnesium are the older sisters in chemistry. Phosphorus is the little brother. You start taking too much phosphorus, you push out the sisters. Chemistry is a family, a total family. Arsenic is an example. Arsenic is a distant cousin in chemistry. Bringing forward and, mm -hmm. and treat, it, treat him like a brother, and he'll kill you. The chemistry is the way it is, and it's set in proper ratios. Man just loves to tear that apart and re-ratio it. Uh-uh, uh-uh, not smart. All right. So when you look at what moves calcium out, here's a classic example. You eat a protein-rich diet. And the first thing you start to see is varicose veins or spider veins. 
mm-hmm. then varicose veins, then petechia, bruising easy. Then you start to see one lady at, uh, uh, next door with Jessica, her skin was so hanging down. She said, no man wants me. I said, honey, your parathyroid, look, you're short, you're pituitary, and you're parathyroid. We can tone this skin right back again and everything when you fix your calcium utilization. You can't just take calcium out of it and not put it back. And your parathyroids produce hormones that are essential to the utilization of calcium. And no one talks about your parathyroid glands. So you've got to understand the parathyroid issue. And if you have a pituitary connection with it, you can fix that. And your mama can rebuild her bones any day and pull her back straight again and and, and not have anybody help her. The body will do it on her own. But she has to be all wrong. You can't eat cooked dead food and expect your body to regenerate at these high levels. It just doesn't happen. And I was amazed that this quad had that level of bone regeneration and not the level of nerve that I wanted. Because I had a, at the same time, I had a C3, C4 quad, head-on car crash, complete spinal separation. I had her totally reconnected in 11 months. And the difference is the the Ah. one guy did vegetable juices more than he did fruit. And this other lady, I didn't have her anything but fruit. And she got reconnected in 11 months. He had better nerve response, but not what I thought he should have. But his skeletal system, I mean, his body pulled itself straight on its own. And so we have tons of those uh, testimonials where people, you know, so that's, you just have to get in and make healthy. And make it healthy, the body has cellular memory, something. And so the body will realign itself, readjust itself, it refixes itself. Right. And it doesn't matter how old you are. doesn't matter how old you are. Chemistry doesn't wow. care. Chemistry it's, doesn't care. It's quite quite amazing. And, but, wow. <laughs> do you, do you, are some conditions more easily reversible than others? Or, oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, uh, there are some people out there that are very advanced and they're very difficult to uh, save. And so those become the obvious. And just, I don't know if you have this on Zoom, but here's a good example of one. Oh, my. Wow. All right. So let's take a look at her. What are we looking at, okay. Dr. So this is a tumor. Goodness. She's over over somewhere in Africa or somewhere. But look at that. Oh. Hey, so yeah, yeah, yeah. one of my students has her as his client. So he asked me, what would you do? And I said, I would have megatherapy. That's the only thing that will save her. You know, and there, there are, we have to understand, excuse me, that nature has our remedies, and then we have to learn how to use them. But how, how, who would let her get like this? Who would let her get like this? And this is what this is this is what you face. This is all acids that have chewed her up and chewing her up here. You need mega therapy to help clean all this up, and then her body can rebuild this tissue. But uh, you know, but wow. there's just tons of people like this that we have. That right. those are difficult to save. To be honest with you. Well, but you can yeah. see why. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, doctor. But Wilson, all these other tumors, you know, the worst thing that you can do if you have a tumor is have medical doctors do a biopsy with it and leave it alone. It is left there as a department. It'll open up. It's like a closet. I'm going to just stack this acid over here. It's all protected. The tissue around there. This is all acid protection. Open that up. Boom. And you hear you hear one female after another say after the after the biopsy, my breast is getting hard, sore, it's getting red, and that's what you see. 
Leave nature alone and work with it. Understand that the humans have been oxymoron with nature. They're breaking all the rules of nature and they wonder why they're suffering. And then you have a modality that says, well, I got fancy white coats and stethoscopes, nice machinery, and we love the world of diseases. We can't tell you what causes them, but that's an autoimmune problem. That way we can give you chemo for it. I mean, Mm -hmm. the whole thing is insanity. My goodness. Carry on, Kathy. Uh, We mentioned that you are also certified in iridology. Well, back Mm -hmm. in 2019, I had an iridology report done by you. And in this report, you identified that I had a weakness in my uterus and that I should pay some attention to the uterus. And at the time, I thought, no, I think Dr. Morse is wrong. I, I'm fine. There's, I have no problem. A year later, Are possibly we? a year and a half later, I started displaying symptoms. And sure enough, I have an issue. I have wow. an issue. And you wow. could see it mm-hmm. long before oh, I yeah. even manifested any symptoms, all by looking at mm-hmm. photos of my eyes. I warned this guy once. He was in, oh, this is way back, probably 30 years ago. And uh, I looked at it. We always do iridology because you can see every cell in your body. You can see your lymphatic system. There's nothing that sees the lymphatic system medically. Uh, Iridology was discovered in 1850s, early 1850s by a medical doctor. Okay. But they don't like it. And I love it because it shows every part of your body. I can see every part of you. I can see what's going on. I can see your lymph nodes swollen. I can see your blood. I can see your cholesterol plaquing. I can see how bad your lymphatic system is. I can see the level of genetic weakness or strength within the eyes and different tissues, gallbladders or whatever. You know, I told this one guy, I said, you know, your gallbladder isn't really happy. I would pay attention. And, uh, he stayed with me for a month or something. And then, like, you know, you can't all go all fruit. Some people just leave and go, okay. So he came back and brought his son about 10 years or eight years later, brought his son in and said, yeah, I want you to help work on my son. He's got all these problems. And I said, hey, I remember you. What's your goal? How'd your goal better? He goes, oh. Oh, I had to have it removed. See, and these things. A good iridologist is not there to hurt you. A good iridologist is there to inform you where you have weaknesses you might be unaware of. Mm-hmm. And that you might want to pay a little attention to these things because they could come and be your worst nightmare. Yeah. So a lot of these things, and especially the bones, you can see the hips, the knees, the joints, the femur going up into the hip. You can see all these things. You can see the breast tissues. You can see all these things. You can see the outline of the gut. You can see the small bowel, the colon. What shape do you have? Uh, prolapsing, spasticity. What do you have there? And you can see all of that. So an iris analysis is so worth it because you can see so much. Uh, and mm-hmm. we teach it. We have a school on it. But learn the eyes and you will. And you can see your children. You can see what genetics that you passed, <laughs> what the husband or mother. You can see all of this. But it gives you a deep clue of how bad you are. Oh, or how good. Wow. That's I was amazing. So for that report. Anyways, go ahead, Peter. No, I wanted to ask Dr. Morse one word after the previous question, why? What has led our medical system off track? Is it is it just the the bad word of profit? Is it misguided use of development technology, misguided science? 
what, what it, why why don't we have the majority of doctors doing what you do and the minority hacking pieces out of people and uh, radiating them? Why think, why is that, it not the other way around? I love that question. Uh, this goes back to Burkrow and Pasteur. Matter Pasteur, of fact, even yeah. before that, it goes back to the 1700s. And there's been a fight between the biologists and the uh, the microbiologists and all these about whether uh, uh, microbes are an external threat to humans, or and then then Beecham uh, came around and had a, at the same time Pasteur came around and said, no, mm-hmm. this is this is your internal environment that's bringing the boys and girls in, but they didn't accept that, and then the disease theory going back into the early 1700s, and then enter uh, your um, uh, Rockefeller. And then you get the Flexner report. And if you read that, which is about that thick, you will understand that Rockefeller took advantage of this idea and, of course, standard oil. And so he bought uh, medical schools. He changed the curriculum and they all bought into the germ theory and the theory of disease. The problem is there's no the science involved is so corrupt. Get this. You saw the other day that Harvard and Stanford both were found changing their studies. Holy crap. Where do you find truth if your top universities are changing studies for the money of it? I mean, this is mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. and insanity, but you see that's going on. So this mm-hmm. is a time where everybody has to learn and protect themselves. You can only just trust your doctor. I don't want them to trust me. Listen to what I have to say. If it makes sense to you, have fun, dive in. Can't get hurt anyway. But wrong decision medically, and you just cost yourself your physical body. Mm -hmm. You have to be real careful. When you're dealing, and you ask me a question, when you start off on the wrong foot, generally every other foot is wrong. And I built Mm -hmm. custom homes for a living just to try to make a living. If your foundation isn't square, and, and solid, everything else falls apart. And so your right. foundation, and they're learning. I had this, here's an example, real quick. I had a top chemist, a big manufacturing chemist come in, red all over, and he goes, I'm I'm alkalotic. I, 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 I itch all over and I've got burning all over. I said, no, you're not alkalotic, you're acidotic. And he says, no, 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 I'm a chemist. I know what I am. He still followed me. <laughs> he still took the herbs and went yep. to fruit. Now, he was totally alkalotic and went on fruit, he went right on out into a, a seizure or something. So make a long story short, he argued over the next six months, his skin cleared up really nice. And one day he comes in sweat really hard. I pull up a bunch of pH papers and I said, here, my friend, I want you to try this. And he looked at it and he goes, <laughs> he took the pH paper and he sweat on it and he goes, so acid he didn't even change the paper. <laughs> <laughs> he was taught wrong. And see, that's what the problem is. Our sciences are teaching a warped level of thinking that is not based to me on true. You asked about science. Naturopathy is the study of science. Nature right. paths have to know some chemistry and physics, or you're not going to be a good nature path. Okay. So, leading on from that, then, have the oriental uh, health systems got it closer to what it should be than the Western systems? Oh, I think so. I think so. I, I, I remember this is that the, the big thing medically was to shut down homeopathy. That was the big thing in Europe. 
was homeopathy was up, right? So the whole this whole thing started also in Europe to shut down and get rid of homeopathy. Well, they did the same thing right. to nature of. Right. But homeopathy didn't shut down. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Dr. Mars, we, we're seeing, well, statistically, we're seeing cases of dementia, Alzheimer's, and I think they say that sure. there's over 200 different types of dementia increasing. What's actually happening here? Take a look at Bruce Willis. This is a good example. Yes. Frontal lobe dementia, mm. right? Yeah. Right. So my first question is, how long have you been bald? He's been bald for years. And I tell everybody, mm -hmm. if you see balding on your head, I just say guys came in on me the other day. Somebody claimed I called myself a medical doctor or something, you know, and this one guy coming in, he's all bald. And I said, huh, all bald. Huh? Where'd your hair go? How'd you lose it? And you see, people don't understand things like this. What side of chemistry? Remember, there's only two. What side of chemistry do you think takes off your hair? <laughs> Acids, right? And that is your lymph system. And so when you get to the point that you're getting balding and all that, and the next stage is, honey, where did I park the car? Because you're plaquing up. And they blame it on uh, uh, amyloid plaque, stuff like that. That's what acids do is agglomerate and burn you and destroy you. And that's what's going on. You know, this is all about acidosis. You can clean all this out and regenerate neurons. But again, Yale just found you can't, that the body converts glucose to fructose in the brain. In physiology, we know that the brain already does not uptake insulin. So this is the perfect fit. And it, real, it should teach you that you can only regenerate neural tissue, tissue with fruit tissue. But electrically, fruit tissue is much higher electrically than vegetable tissue. Fascinating. Okay. Look at the animals okay. that eat. But, uh, um, isn't some baldness genetic, though? All cells are genetic cells in your body. Every cell in your body is a genetic cell. But that doesn't necessarily keep it from growing hair. Your hair follicles, you know, uh, that you can have obviously genetic weakness in these areas. You can have genetic weaknesses in yep. the skin, same thing, and start to see more skin problems. And you might even have that. If you look at his eyes, see if he has a skin ring around his eye, and then that, that shows a weak skin. Anywhere you're weak, you're going to have more blood and lymphatic compromising than in the stronger areas. No question. Even Dr. Jensen mentioned that in a genetically weakened area, you're going to have some compromising of blood and lympho. He didn't know about the lymph system like we teach, but he knew enough looking at those eyes. He knew enough that whenever you see a genetic lesion in the eye, there's a lymphatic stagnation around that. And that just shows that then the body will just end up getting rid of that weakness. That's what we don't understand. And that's the body will terminate. So that's why we can get in there, open this up and fix this and regenerate the cells. Cells can wake up just like anything else. That they're all states of consciousness. Right. Mm, interesting. Wow. Dr. Morse, what effect does your diet have on personality and behavior? Mm. Well, you know, same thing with colors. I was saying, we were laughing about that the other day. You don't paint prisons red. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody was writing in and said he took watermelon and he just had all kinds of pain and stuff like that and ended in the ER. And I said, what color is watermelon? And so you have to understand that colors, smells, tastes are all chemistry. And they're designed to open you up and allow all your uh, astral, your emotional side, your mental side, 
All these things have the same sides we have. Plants have mind. They have emotions. They, you know, that you have plant memory. You have all kinds of things. A plant knows who you are and remembers who you are. It, it, I, I, there's been so much research, it's not even funny. Some unbelievable research that the awareness of plants do have. And, of course, that's where my, ah. my life is, is into plants. And so I'm a real communicator of plants. I love them. And so you're no, consuming that energy, and then it, it also affects your personality and your behavior. You got to listen. You know, most people are chattering. They're thinking too much. They're talking too much, and they don't listen. Not only do they not listen outwardly, they never listen inwardly. And if you're talking about spirituality, you want to start listening to the music within yourself, not always looking on the outside world, because the outside world is creation. It comes and it goes. Start taking some trips on the inside and see what you see. Well, speaking of spirituality, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about your journey into spirituality? Because your journey through spirituality actually helped you learning to, to help you learn about that was health. crazy. That was crazy. You know, when I started going on into the fruit side of this, I also was reading books on out of body travel. I was very interested in having out of body travels. And so I went to the Rosicrucians and I went to different places looking for uh-huh. advice and, and what that was. Right. Mm-hmm. So then when I hooked up with the X masters, I was also all on fruit. It was like out, out. I was out all the time traveling in all these different beautiful places and some not so beautiful. And, uh, you know, some places, uh, you know, where you read a book to learn, all you do is move into the light. And the light will teach you. I, I can't even tell you without losing it. It's amazing that I couldn't stay in my body. I, the energy was so strong. Just eating. I just I was on a mono diet of oranges, and I, I man, I was out all the time and learning and learning and learning. And then I'm traveling and I'm teaching others how to travel out of their bodies. And then this voice come echoing through me. Now that you love traveling, let me ask you, who's the traveler? Mm. And I just stopped and went, of course, I'm externalizing my experiences, even in out-of-body traveling. Who am I anyway? So that's when you start pulling yourself into the now. You get outside of time. You get outside of mind. You get outside of emotions. And that's where you get into, like, uh, um, the Buddha and uh, Siddhartha. You get into all these people and why they reached the point of detachment. Why? And I just did a video for YouTube that way, talking about let go, don't care anymore. If you want to experience the infinite, quit identifying with the finite. Mm-hmm. So, on a similar vein, the the experience of deja vu. Mm-hmm. I had a very clear one. 50 years ago, which which left me, uh, I was not shocked, mesmerized, shaken in a nice way for, for a long time. And I can still remember it very clearly. I, I saw, I was walking in the bush in, in Rhodesia when I was in the military during the terrorist war. And I was walking past what we called a copy, Rocky Outcrop. And I knew what was going to happen when I turned the corner. I knew the, the tree I was going to see, the bush, the path, I knew the rocks, I had it like it was a picture in front of me. And sure enough, a few minutes later, when I rounded that corner, there it was. So I, I have no way of explaining that. Have you, have you any thoughts on that? Many people almost, have those experiences. Almost like you've been there before? Yeah, exactly. You have. And that's the point. People know when you say creation is completed, uh, they don't understand that. 
Uh, and a good example, let's say that a woman wants to have a baby and then have a young little baby, you know, that you, the universe has to have atoms to build that. Well, we live in a completed universe. That's why you can't just grab atoms out of nowhere to build something new because you're already in a completed, saturated chemical universe. So you have birth, life and death to reach that. But you're you're talking about bodies versus you of consciousness. You always know your lifetimes before you enter them. That's why you see deja vu all the time. Because you already saw it. You've already been there. And you can go back and review it again if you want. You can go back into your Akashic Records and see it again and relive all these things if you want to do that. But in reality, it's better to live in the now and pull yourself outside of creation and into awareness instead of into thought. And that's your big break is thought is what takes you away from your awareness. People are always thinking one thought after another thought after another thought. What's behind thought? Your awareness. And that's what gives you you, the awareness. It's not thought that gives you the awareness. It's that old saying that uh, is it I think, therefore I am? Yep. Is it I am, therefore I think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> all right so if it's yeah. i think therefore i am that means the mind is the creator but if it's i am therefore i think that means you're using the mind as a creative instrument to enjoy your right. journey through creation how does someone go about unraveling the, per- the 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 reason that they're here on this planet at this moment in time their purpose in life how did do... you're the best way to unravel anything in your life is stop creating new stuff sit back and realize that everything has already been created in your world and as have you said with deja vu you just let it happen and you'll see that hand coming in and your whole journey is corrected you'll start burning off your karma and the masters through your dream state if you're awake enough you'll start to see everything start burning off and you'll start seeing a lighter load physically. And it's just its just how that happens. You, they, the masters help you to burn your, your karma off, both in the astral and mental worlds, as opposed to all here. Because this is tough when you're going through karma, you know, sometimes. So it's that process of getting that cleaned out of you and not creating more. Every thought is karmatic. For every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. That's physics. So it's the same thing with thought. And physics is just explaining karma to you. It doesn't have to be bad or good. It's just for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. We, the mind, go, oh, that was bad, or that was good. But that is in that, that's not how consciousness thinks. It's just an experience. Interesting. Go ahead, Peter. So, no, I, I want to ask Dr. Morse, Kathleen knows a lot more of your history than I do. So you mentioned that you you built houses for a while when you needed to. But what was the trigger when you were young and growing up? What set you on the path that you've gone down to look into this method of healing people and uh, correct diet and relying on fruit? What, what set you on that path? You're going to laugh at this because I'm an old farm boy too. Oh, you and said, so yeah. Growing up, we did nothing but work, 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 work. So then when I got married, it's a work, 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 work. So when I hit 21, got a divorce and all that, I just, I, I've always been interested in the unknown. I want to know what the unknown is. So I've always been a seeker of the unknown. 
Yeah, I would go mm-hmm. and hike stick in the darkness of the woods and stuff like that. Just what's there, you know, as a young, you know, when you're five and six and you're 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 adventuring into the woods, it's scary sometimes, you know, but no. So I've always been excited about that. But in reality, when I found out I was sent here to do that, I have to tell you, I uh, I've now found out what I'm here for, what I was sent here to do, and I'm doing it. And then I'm out. This is a this is an action. <laughs> so that's all I care about is helping you guys getting well. I found I found where where my divine is and where everybody else's is, but I don't want to say that that way. Yeah. So I'm totally good. So whatever anybody needs, I'm here to help. So I get to pick up on something again. You were five and six. You were out looking in the dark place in the woods, as was I, but in different type of woods. So I was on my mm-hmm. horse miles from home at the age of seven, eight, nine, right? Uh, not even a, a, a helmet on. The folks knew the horse yeah. would get me home eventually. Oh, hell no. Is that not, not some of that missing in, and one of the reasons we have so many problems in society now that parents have stopped their children experiencing those sort of somewhat risky behaviors that we were brought up with? Yeah. You know, kids can't go anywhere anymore with oh. half because the cops are always there chasing them away. And yep. we haven't learned as a society. I think the difference also is between city slickers, what I call city slickers, <laughs> and country folk, because yep. we're, we're taught to be grounded. We're taught to be honest. We're taught to be loyal. Our handshake is our contract agreement. We're, we're taught not to be liars. We don't steal mm-hmm. from others. We, we, it sounds all a little funky, but that's the way we're born and raised, the Midwest. We're the flyover states, but uh, we're the ones that have the good bread of nature and farming in us. You know, you see some of these city sleekers, they're just sitting on their phones, walking down the highway, working on their phones. It's like, you guys don't even know what work is. <laughs> so you have no work ethics, and uh, you know you see all that that's going on there. And I feel sorry for the kids. You know, yeah, they, they, not for sure. A lot of confusion out there. A lot of lies, uh, and it's just horrible. One race wants to kill a whole other race, and it's like, really? I mean, you guys as humans better wake up because you have visitors there that are a lot smarter. And I would suggest you wake up. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yeah. You, you know <laughs> what you, I'm talking you, about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dr. Morse, are there any mainstream medicine um, tests that you would find helpful and others that you find detrimental? You already mentioned about the biopsy, and I know that mm-hmm. that's a no-no, but is there any other diagnostic tests that you would find? Okay, helpful? so I'm a little biochemist, so I like blood work. Okay. I'll look at blood work and your analysis just to see if you're bleeding or anything like that. I want to see where your stats might be off a little bit because I can read your blood work and tell you what organs and glands you're suffering with and stuff like that. Um, The eyes just about tell me just about everything. If you want to define it even a little further than a CAT scan, but the problem is you got to go digital or you're at a hundred, you're at 265 rads. So again, uh, radiation doesn't show you anything, x-rays and things, unless you have something real dense, you know, so you have to have something real hard. So is it worth x-rays? And then mammograms, I know a lady, she had very large, dense breasts, you know, fibrocystic breasts. They shot her seven times here. And out of that, of course, caused the cell. She, they burnt the cells, seven shots. So you don't have to do those things because the iridology is enough more than enough. Matter of fact, it'll freak you out. If I went all through your body, it'd probably freak you out. I've had people cry before. And Dr. Jensen said, you tell them too much. 
I go, well, you know, I like to tell you what's going on. But uh, he says, I only tell people four things because it's frightening sometimes when you wake up mm-hmm. to the reality of what's going on in your body and you've been kind of ignoring different symptoms and then you got it right in your face. So it simply means relax. You got to change your diet. Yes. If you don't want to change your diet, then go enjoy your suffering. Next. Right. 50 years mm-hmm. of seeing mm-hmm. people. You know, you got to take yeah. responsibility for yourself. Absolutely. Oh, and for sure. I'll for second sure. the the iridology. I mean, I would urge everyone to get one of cool these stuff, iridology huh? reports. They were yeah. so helpful. Back yeah. to you, Peter. It shows you where you can use botanicals to help enhance the function of, because it's right. not, we don't work with deficiencies and insanities like that. We're looking at genetic weaknesses or strengths of cells and the agglomeration of your sewer system. You fix those two things and there is nothing that can't be cured. Nothing. Wow. And you can regenerate the genetic thing. Well, the whole thing, in my opinion, seriously, is regenerating of genetic memories of cells. We now, because the medical doctors are so confused with it, we now, because man doesn't know the proper diet, have the the... The weakest genetic morphology of a cell that's ever been seen. So now you got kids born without faces, downs. You've got kids with heavy endocrinology weaknesses. You've got all kinds of crap in these young people. Sad stuff. And there's a lot of regeneration that has to take place in the Homo sapien, or it's going to go extinct because you can't. Mm-hmm. It's getting to it where women can't reproduce. Easy to fix that and get them to reproduce that healthy kids, but. If you didn't have us teaching you this, and there wasn't people out teaching you that, the whole row of humans are going down to hellville. There's there's no no coming back out of that. That's right. You'll see a whole new race being regenerated, especially from the boys coming. Right. Yeah, but what's compounding that is in the Western world, fertility rates are dropping, and in some of the Eastern countries, fertility rates are dropping way below replacement levels. So that's another huge danger sign for our future, surely. Yep, absolutely. And then all this radiation and the 5Gs and all this, and then mm-hmm. the insanity of vaccines, of course, that, uh, you know, people need to wake up and then, you know, take people like Pfizer and, uh, you know, deal with them. You know, that's right. That's right. They killed so many people. Pfizer family is so guilty of genocide. It's not even funny. And they want to give these deadly vaccines. They know it. To the babies. They want your babies dead. Yeah. So when you look at yeah. that sort of thing, it's hard to believe that. But if anything was in the face of the humans on this planet, it was this pandemic and the fact that this was all created to terminate you. Yeah. Yeah. And that should yeah. bring people into understanding the world order, what what the uh, Illuminati is, the Club of Rome, what they used to call that, who the World Bank is, who the World Health Organization really is, who is, who are these people? And they're called globalists as a as a simple uh, uh, thing. Oh, it's all going to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A quick one before I forget: Can you use your herbal remedies on pets? On what? Oh, on heck, pets! I've used pets. them on llamas, horses, you name it. Snakes. <laughs> oh, right. Guinea pigs. I had a nurse detox her guinea pigs. A friend of mine detoxed the snake. <laughs> yeah. people are regenerating their dogs and animals all the time horses though they're so big you know when you get into your bigger animals and you're looking at a different way of entry and stuff like this because you're looking sure. at very big animals right. but if you go back but, to hoxie and his racehorses then you see where he was using herbs on his racehorses yeah but your larger animals are 
by and large, eating diets more <laughs> related to what they would in nature, right? Your your dogs and cats are eating processed foods, but your uh, larger animals to a degree, I suppose. Yeah, dairy cows. How much domestication, uh, how much domestication yeah. is in that process? But a horse, oh, like, yeah. any animal, like a dog, they'll find, they need green sometimes. They need an herb sometimes. They'll go mm -hmm. hunt and find it. Yeah. We assume that that all these animals were stupid and unaware of something. I don't know what these, I mean, my dog's so smart. It's like, Oh, you want that herb today? Okay. I mean, it's like. We've uh, I have your herbal remedies here. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, I've loved herbs. Well, I had health food store. I came out of the woods and opened up a health food store. I said, what am I going to do to help people? I'll just open up a health food store. So open up health food stores, you know, and you had supplements and everything like that. And I'm thinking, that's not what I'm into. I'm holistic. Holistic doesn't mean vitamins and minerals, orthomolecular. It means holistic. We don't take away chemistry out of foods and we don't alter foods. We don't alter that. Holistic means whole. But in, in the natural health field, you have confusion there. So it's just that I'm hopefully trying to set everything straight and divide up. Who goes where? Everybody find their recorders. Medical doctors, you go out and treat diseases, but you got to let people know what you can and can't do. Can't lie to people. Absolutely. And, yeah. and just getting back onto the pets, I have your uh, kidney formula tinctures mm -hmm. that we were uh, giving our cat because our cat was, you know, had kidney issues. Just one little drop in his food and kidney readings turned around. Wow. wow, that's pretty good. I tell you, I love to hear that because our animals were suffering too, and we don't have any uh, we don't have any good food. I was going to come out and start manufacturing rabbit doo-doo because dogs love mm -hmm. rabbit doo-doo, and it's just pre-digested vegetables. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Protein didn't hurt their kidneys because all canines have kidney weakness, and most canines, we, we consider them and treat them like carnivores. No, and then they get hip dysplasia. They get all the things that you see humans get in their own way through too much protein and the loss of calcium and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and Dr. Morris, tell us, did I, did I read this correctly where a lot of the formulas, I mean, you had downloads of how to put some of these together. Can you tell us about that? That I find that just mind blowing. I'm into plants. I've been back into plant life. I know people are going to think I'm a coop now, but <laughs> I've, I've, in out of body, you get a chance to do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm very uh, awake with plants. So herbs, uh, I talk with them and listen to them. And I know when an herb isn't happy in a formula and I'll take it out. You know, you have to you have to feel your formulas. You can't just throw herbs in there by reading a book. You've got to know them. And I've been teaching them 50 years. So uh, I, I, I know and I know what feels good. They feel good together or they don't. Uh, one of my formulas was for depression. And when I was making it, I started going like this. God, what you, you guys are happy. I started, I said, this is this is a good formula. You know, you got to feel that formula. And, and then I tested on myself. I tested on others. But uh, as a rule, when I put them together, they're good to go, baby. Been doing it all my life. Oh, fantastic. Wow. Herbs, you never be that afraid of herbs. Really, yeah. We only use grass, generally regarded the same. And, and, and herbs are... They're not for diseases. Man created that illusionary concept. They're for body parts. You have herbs for the liver, 
you have herbs for the pancreas, you have herbs for the heart, the ovaries, the uterus, the, the prostate, you have herbs for everything, you have herbs for the blood, you have herbs for the fluids, you have herbs for the lymphatic system. Holy crap, herbology is for the human body and its organs and glands and its blood and its lymph. It's not for diseases. Yeah. Right. Peter? Ah, have to change this is absolutely... <clears throat> I, quite incredible. My my mind is getting blown here from what I'm hearing today, quite honestly. <laughs> Love you, man. I tell you, it goes deep and deep and deep and deep and deep in this. But, you know, it's so much fun because you're learning truth now where we've all been so stuck and treatment of our problems. And when you get like this, there's absolutely nothing you can do but die of horrible pain and stuff. Mm. I mean, we have the power to fix ourselves. And I want everybody to realize that you are the one with the power. Don't give your power away. Don't give your power to me. One, one old guy came up and he had prostate cancer. And he said to me, he said, you know, I like everything you're saying, son. He said, you know, I'm going to trust you to uh, help me get rid of my cancer. And I looked at him and I said, no, you're not. Uh-uh. Uh, you don't trust me. Uh-uh. You created it. You're going to get rid of it. I'm not going to take responsibility for what you created. Can you imagine me taking responsibility for tens of thousands of people? <laughs> not going to happen. You got to stand up and woman up and man up. So basically, yeah. as we said at the beginning, is the the path to healing is really quite simple. It takes commitment, but it's simple. It's so simple. Right. And and it's for everything. It's not just for one specific condition or another. It's for the overall everything. Health is for everything. And that is basically basically lymphatic stagnation is location, location, location is what you're going to experience. Right. And now that the lymph in all these years, you've got strange places where you see tumors being formed now. Eyelids, uh, uh behind the eyes, everywhere in strange places where you never saw these things before. Mm-hmm. So it's just that the body's getting saturated so bad. And if I can say out there, learn about your lymphatic system. We have a school. It's not expensive. I teach you a little physics and chemistry, what's going on, how to understand your body cellularly, but also astrally and mentally. How do you how do you run as a machine? What's that deja vu like? Wow. I've been there before. Very good. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, man. And I tell you, it gets more intense. And these type of experiences, you just experience the fact that you've been here before. Where do you start going to some of these cities that are jewels? And, and I just can't even tell you. It's mind-blowing. It's, it, it, it it's just nirvonic. And it fills you full of ecstasy and joy. It's amazing. But this this level is tough. So tough you way. said you teach people on how to travel outside their body. How? I used to. Really? I used to. Yeah. Is, is that well, a you know, just here's a simple exercise. Simple, simple, simple. Okay. Lay in your bed at night. Just get relaxed down as far as you can go. I mean, sink down into your bed and just let everything go. Let your toes relax, your fingers relax, and then put your attention on top of the ceiling looking down at yourself. Don't move your body. Relax your body. You're going to struggle there a little bit. But put yourself up looking down at yourself from the ceiling, even though your body's laying there as relaxed as you can. One of my first experiences was doing that, laying down, laying down. And I just felt myself trying to get out and almost coming out, but wouldn't come out. I go, dang it. And as soon as I went, dang it, and I just laid back, I didn't realize I was trying to have an out-of-body experience. So as soon as I let go, bam, 
And then I saw the two beautiful beings that came with me. And uh, I've learned about these beings and people have seen them. So it's amazing what's going on here. But it's uh, that simple to have an out-of-body experience. Your attention is controlled by your mind, by your emotions. Break those off and start controlling your awareness. You're going to go wherever you put your attention. Wherever you place your attention, that's what you're going to experience. What if you withdraw your attention off of all things? What would you experience? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know even what this question would be. I'm, ta- I'm thinking about near-death experiences or people mm-hmm. who claim to have had their heart stop and that they've yeah. they've seen the yeah, other. But you time. know, you need somebody to shock you out like that. You don't need that to shock you out like that. Just learn how to go out when you go. You don't have mm-hmm. to have a near-death experience to have an out-of-body experience. Your body isn't you anyway. You're just using it. Just move your attention out of your physical body and put it somewhere else. You don't bring your body with you. Leave it back. You're going. I've had experiences where um, often, actually, it's, um, I'm sleeping, and next thing I know, I feel like I've just come. I've just, yeah. I've just plopped right back into my body, in and I, body. it just it jumps. I jump. Is back that what I'm actually? Yeah, that's it. You were out. And you pop right back in. And it could have scared you at one level or not. But once you realize it's a natural phenomenon, you get out of the body, you look around, you don't get scared, and you realize your spiritual guide will be there. Some, some One of the masters will be there for you. And, uh, and, and then you just take off. And they will probably take you for a while. Oh, that's mm. Wow, quite it incredible. Is, it is incredible because the sense of freedom is beyond. This physical body is so uh, claustrophobic shall we say, mm-hmm. you know, to consciousness, it's uh, amazing. Right, right. And, oh, my goodness, Do- Dr. Morris, I think it's been I, a we, pleasure. Could, we could talk to you for hours and hours and just uh, I'm so grateful. Way. And to all those who are listening out there, I just want to, oh, upside down. I apologize. Upside down. <laughs> but this- I need to revise that a book again someday. <laughs> I wrote that so many years ago. But we are coming out with new V-books, video books. One is Managed a Frugivore, The Lymph System. We've got very detailed scientific books coming out on diet as a raw food. We've got another book on the great lymphatic system in detail. We've got a whole bunch of books coming out for you. Video books. Excellent. Well, thank Excellent. you so much. And we're going to put links uh, below this okay. video, Peter, aren't we? Uh, yeah, links. Get the books and how to get the beautiful supplements and tinctures that I've been taking for a long time now. And, and, um, Go to the drmorse.tv. You're going to see regeneration videos that should freak you out. You're going to see testimonials and all kinds of other medical doctors talking truth videos. Now we have that section there where you're going to see medical doctors that are not afraid to speak the truth. Absolutely. And I would urge everyone to go to Dr. Morse TV and watch those videos. And we've personally watched hundreds of hours of, of Dr. Morse's oh. videos. And the, the, oh. what you will learn is just so invaluable and it, it will be a life changer. Thank you, sweetheart. So, I love you. Absolutely. I love your husband, I love him. Give him a hug for me. Oh. You, I love you, man. Old <laughs> farmer boy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank so you very much. much. Thank you. Thanks, Dr. Morse. Thank Bye. you, Dr. Morse. Bye, guys. You've Bye-bye. been fun. Bye. Bye. Bye.